Welcome to the Advent Sermons and Conversations podcast. This is the Sermon Half. The sermon was given by Pastor Danielle on June 3rd, the second Sunday after Pentecost. You can find the readings for this week in the podcast description. I got stuck in an airport, and it was not my favorite day. After an arduous trip, I was waiting for my baggage, which seemed to be delayed, watching the carousel go around and around and around. Eventually, breaking through my irritation was the recorded voice every 10 minutes or so announcing, unattended baggage will be confiscated. I'll admit, I have enough internal dialogue that recorded overhead announcements often go in one ear and out the other, a fact that has gotten me in trouble in the subway every now and again. But They just kept saying it. Unattended baggage will be confiscated. As I sat there vigilantly vigilantly waiting for my long overdue luggage so I could go home, enviously watching all the people scurrying back and forth with their luggage, I started wondering who'd be silly enough to leave their stuff unattended. And as I people watched, because my phone was dead, my mind wandered to all the unseen baggage folks were pulling behind them. Where was everyone off to in such a rush? What were people running to and from? Did they even notice one another as they scurried in the same direction? I likely wouldn't have if I hadn't been forced to sit and watch the unmarried go round. It is so important in this life to attend. We need to pay attention to focus on what we carry, but focus is something our world doesn't seem built for. Between the beeps and pings that keep us from having one uninterrupted coherent thought, there are all the various demands on our lives that eat away at our time and focus. Our world, our obligations are not built for attending. Struggle, however, is that even though our society isn't built that way, we are. Today, Jesus tells us that the Sabbath was made for humanity. When the commandment for Sabbath making, for rest and returning to the rhythms of God, came down the mountain, Moses had just led the people out of Egypt, where they were enslaved under Pharaoh. For years, the Israelites were merely pawns in a larger game ruled by Pharaoh, and their enslavement left them with a lot of baggage and not a lot of tools to attend to what weighed them down. Even though Pharaoh controlled the Nile and his land with an iron fist, his actions speak of a man who is deeply anxious about famine and losing power. The concerns of scarcity created state policies that led to the crown commandeering money, cattle, land, and finally people. This is the kind of anxiety and worry, the culture of fear and not enough, from which the people of Israel escaped. Hence, scripture suggests it is the kind of culture that they internalized after years of enslavement. And so... When the commandment for Sabbath is given, it is not just another thing on the to-do list. Sabbath is given to offer limits and opportunities for connection with, with the Israelites' identity as children of the Creator. Sabbath means 
Sabbath became the means of liberation for a people swept away by anxiety and commodification, so tied to a system of production and consumption that they struggled to find the inherent dignity Pharaoh's oppressive systems worked so hard to misplace. God created the world in six days and then rested. God didn't show up at the office. God didn't come and check on creation and anxiety to be sure it was all working. God is not a workaholic. God is not a pharaoh. God doesn't keep increasing production schedules. And the Israelites needed to be reminded that they were, that they are God's people, not pharaohs. You were not created in the image of the anxiety-driven Pharaoh. You are in the image of the Creator God who did not need to work to get ahead. God invites the ones at Sinai to a new life of freedom and community in which Sabbath is the cornerstone of faithful freedom. As Walter Brueggemann says, such faithful practice of intentional rest is an act of resistance. It declares in a bodily way that we will not participate in the anxiety system that pervades our environment. We will not be defined by busyness, by the pursuit of more in either our economic or personal relationships or anywhere in our lives. Because our life does not consist as a commodity. Do you hear that? Your life does not consist as a commodity. It is a gift, a joy, a celebration. Sabbath was created to restore the very dignity of humanity that is found in the creation rhythms of work, play, rest, relationship, and above all, God. You know, the Pharisees who challenged Jesus today, they forgot that. In their desire to perfectly keep Sabbath, they forgot to pay attention to God's intention. They neglected the mindfulness of the rhythms, the primacy of the relationship, the reflection of God in the dignity of others. They lost focus. Thankfully, Jesus is very good at finding what is lost, and so he comes and reminds them. Sabbath isn't about rules. It's about freedom. It's a simple concept to pay attention, to focus, to return to the breath of God. It requires of us not to do, but rather to remember, to rest in an ancient truth, to be enfolded in the beat of God's heart. But it's hard in practice. I get it. As a chronic multitasker and self-paralyzed perfectionist, I know just how hard it can be. And because it's hard, we, like the Pharisees, try to take this gift given at creation and reinstate it at Mount Sinai and make it into a task we can succeed or fail at. And in the succeeding or failing, we link our self-worth and the self-worth of others around us, again, to this cycle of production and consumption, and we find ourselves falling right back into the trap of seeing dignity in only those who can contribute to the system. 
Suddenly, we're carrying around duffel bags full of unexamined expectations and judgments, engaged in a life that sometimes feels like no matter how fast it is going, we're just watching the baggage carousels go around and around rather than getting anywhere. Out of sync. And in those moments, Jesus shows up to remind us of the perspective we are losing and invite us back into Sabbath attending to the breath in our lungs, the breath freely given to us by God, and the freeing truth that God is the source of our worth and dignity. God is the source of our worth and dignity. Not the test score, not the promotion, not even that relationship over there. Our worth and our dignity is ours inherently given freely by God. Sabbath is a day, a time, a way of life set aside to pay attention so that as we journey through our week, we might be more present, more aware, not only of the baggage we carry, but also of where God is showing up, how God is showing up, through whom God is showing up. Because God is showing up all the time. Yes, even in the distractions that come our way, but without the practice of Sabbath, we become too swept up in ourselves to notice. The Sabbath was made for humankind, not humankind for the Sabbath, Jesus says. Unattended baggage will be confiscated, TSA says. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God, says our Creator. What the Pharisees forgot, and what we often forget, is that this Sabbath is a gift. It's not a quick fix. It's not a one-way ticket to being right with God. And it's not how we earn God's love. In fact, it shows us the opposite, that God's love and regard are, in fact, not connected to earning at all. I get it. We're busy. And what we're doing is important. It's the stuff that makes meaning out of our lives. There are deadlines and expectations there are things that have to get done. But this practice in, of Sabbath reminds us, instead of looking down and getting consumed by what is ahead of us, to look up at God, to be invited back into the perspective of creation, to breathe deep and release that anxiety that somehow this whole thing is dependent on you, because it's not. It's not. So live into Sabbath. Breathe deep. Trust that God says what God means. Live into freedom. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at adventnyc.org. You can email us at podcast at adventnyc.org or join our Facebook group, Advent Sermons and Conversations. Our services are 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. in English and 12.30 p.m. in Spanish at 93rd and Broadway.